0: So uh, we've gotten uh, some information from a listener. William. We're not going to use his last name, just his first name, William. Uh, William uh, was a victim of a burglar, or his mother was. or his, uh, He'll tell you this story, but apparently his uh, brother is buying his mother's house, and it was robbed, and they called TPD, and we'll pick it up from there. Um, are we doing both? Just one line, right? Oh, yeah, okay. William, thank you for telling your story here on KNST. How you doing this morning?
1: Uh, pretty good, Jared. Thanks for having us. Um, I'm sitting here with my brother, Robert. Hey, um, okay.
0: Hi, Robert. Me. How you doing? Good. Um, yes. Okay, let's start with William first, though. Uh, do you want to t- tell the story real quick? Okay, You're, you were at your mother's home, right? So, yeah,
1: my brother uh, purchased my mom's home Uh and she's currently in a group home, and we're kind of fixing it up so he can move in. Um, last week, on Tuesday, um, he got robbed. So at 10 o'clock in the morning, he calls the TPD, and at 5 o'clock p.m., uh, they finally showed up to do some fingerprints and uh, uh, give a report.
0: Okay, wait a second, wait a second. So they took a couple of things, so you called it or your brother called it ten o'clock in the morning on Tuesday, January sixteenth and seven hours later t p d shows up
1: seven hours yeah.
0: now so what what do you do? do you just like get to the house at ten o'clock in the morning and realize somebody broke in what what did it look like what was the scene
2: uh yeah the the place was in the shambles it was uh they they pulled the window out of the back area that's the only area that doesn't have wrought iron on it and uh they um, came into the house and just just tore it into everything they everything was open every cupboard, every drawer, every box every everything was out and on the floor just you know just ransacked really bad okay. and they 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 took a lot of stuff
0: so you called nine one one
2: yes, I called the police nine one one called the police department uh
0: and what they tell waited.
2: you? I waited and I waited and I waited. I kept calling and calling and said, you know, is anybody ever going to come? And, and uh, they said, well, they're extremely busy right now, but uh, we will send someone. But I, I never got anybody. You know, it was like seven hours later, uh, a female officer came. She was really nice, but she said she was out uh, giving parking tickets. And I guess that's where they pulled her from, and uh, she was very helpful, but, uh, I mean, two hours later, after, you know, taking swabs and fingerprints and information of what was stolen, um, you know, I mean, that's all I got. I got a police uh, case number and uh, a and, uh, sheet of paper saying, here, write anything else down that might have been stolen, and and, uh, mail it in.
0: Wow. Um, so, so she showed up and she said, I'm sorry, I was, I was writing parking tickets. She was assigned to write parking tickets, like a meter maid. And I guess they, they need to make money and that, you know, they're broke and they're raising taxes in the city of Tucson. So hang on a second. When you, when you kept calling the Tucson police department back saying, is anybody coming? What's going on? What's that? They just told you they're busy.
2: Yeah. They told me we're extremely busy right now. And, uh, And, you know, I I asked him. I said, well, what is it? Do you have only four officers on this side of town or what? You know, I mean, there's plenty of precincts. And she said, well, you know, we do have 70 officers employed in the south side area. And uh, I said, well, are all of them busy and what's going on? And uh, they ended up uh, just saying, well, you know, they're extremely busy right now. They have other calls, you know, that are more important than your call right now that are and uh, we will send someone as soon as we can free someone up.
0: Wow. All right. Uh, you're listening to a couple of brothers, William and Robert, whose uh, mother's home uh, that Robert bought uh, and he was fixing up was robbed, calls TPDs on KNST-AIM-790. So that happened, and they basically said, all right, you know, we'll get back to you if we find something, and they, and they just left, right? Exactly. Okay. So then it gets even more insane. What happened the next day?
1: So on the 17th, uh, which is the next day, you know, the 16th, we had you know, kind of boarded up the windows and uh, kind of tightened up the house again. Uh, and then the next day, uh, I got called about four o'clock PM, uh, from a neighbor saying that the gate was open again. And he went into the back and the window was broken again. And, uh, my brother had gotten robbed again for the second time in a row. So uh, we, we kind of looked through the house, uh, talked to some neighbors. Our neighbor actually about 3 p.m. earlier that day uh, had called the Tucson Police Department, saw kids walking down the street with computers and stands, called the police, said, hey, it looks like somebody's being robbed. And the TPD told her that, you know, you just can't call police on people that are carrying equipment down the road. Uh, it, pretty much mind your own business.
0: Wow. Okay. Hang on. And just to describe it, these were just teenagers literally like walking down the road carrying monitors and hard drives and computer stuff like keyboards. That's
1: right. Right I mean, down the middle of the road.
0: It's what you see every day. I mean, especially, you know, <laughs>
1: exactly. you know
0: who, who doesn't just carry Absolutely random stuff? Not. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't that be suspicious, right? <laughs> um, so, okay, so,
1: so um, uh, we, uh, you know, this time they ransacked it yet again, uh, obviously, like I said, broke the window, yeah. took a, uh, everything, they you know, done. ripped, ripped TVs off the wall, busted the wall up, ripped all the TVs, any equipment that was there. So all the tools, every tool that I had over there, they took everything. Wow. So one of one of the distinctive markings on one of his pressure washers, we followed out the back of the desert, and we saw which way it was going. So we kind of walked through the neighborhood, my brother and I and my son, and we found our equipment at an apartment complex about a block away. Uh, kind of walked to the side, called the police department, and said, hey, our equipment at the apartment. We've already called 911. We want you guys here so we can get our equipment back. We see our equipment. We see the kids that have it, but we need we need some police support.
0: And what happened then?
1: It never happened.
0: Yeah, we
2: we went there and we uh surveillance the whole place. We were there for like 3 hours just waiting on a police officer to show up. I don't know, I I must have called at least 10 times to them. Tell them I need someone now. They're here. They're moving our stuff right now. We could see them, you know, but we can't. I mean, I ask you, do we take our, you know, our justice in our own hands and run in there and go take what we got, you know, of, of my stuff back? Or, oh, no, don't do not do that. Of course not, because you'll probably arrest me for it's, doing that.
0: Yeah, then they'll show up. So, so Right, right. You know, so hang on a <laughs> second. So you're positive that it was your stuff that they had.
1: absolutely positive. Yeah.
0: And you're literally I mean, how many times did you call Tucson yeah, police I like called, that
1: day? I called probably about seven times. My brother brother probably called about ten times. And were, yeah. they,
0: were they was their attitude like, all right, you're annoying already or uh, were they helpful yeah, or yeah they
1: finally passed this to the sergeant that was on duty that day and she said, I'm sorry, we're in a barricade situation. Uh, we can't help you. So I called back to the dispatcher and I said, look, uh, we need some support over here. Pass us through to the sheriff's department or another precinct. Oh, no, that's our that's our area of operations. We cannot pass you on to another precinct. I said, well, you, you know, you're not helping us. <laughs> so somebody needs to help us. Uh, but they wouldn't transfer our call. As a matter of fact, I even talked to a lieutenant the next day from the TPD, and he said the dispatcher did exactly right. He wasn't supposed to pass me to another precinct, which doesn't make sense if they can't support the precinct that they're supposed to in their area of operations.
0: So they did everything right. You just you have to basically sit there and suffer, and right. not get your stuff back. So did they eventually? I mean, what happened? Case okay, so you're watching these guys for three hours. Where did they eventually go? Did they just leave? they just take your stuff and go somewhere else?
1: So we found out, we found out later we saw that same distinctive path out the back side of the apartment building. Yeah. So about after, after watching the front of the apartment building for about three hours and finally realizing that the police department is not going to help us at all, we walked around the apartment building looking to see if there's any other outlets, and we saw the trail of our equipment going out the back of the apartment.
0: Wow. All right. So you called them over and over and over. Did they ever show up at all?
1: Yeah, they showed up at
2: twelve midnight. I had already my brother and I had already went to the house, and we said, "Well, they ain't coming." So, so we cleaned up, and um, you know, we did as best we could at that time. And then I, I parked my car at a, at a different area, so they wouldn't know that my car was there, and I stayed in the house there, but. You know the officers finally showed up at twelve midnight. What they say? They called me up and said, "Hey, um, um, we're down the street. Um, you know, is someone there?" I said, "Yes, I'm here." You know, and he says, "Well, we we want to come and, and write the report." And I asked, "Well, what for?" So, right. you know, it's, you know, they're already gone with all our stuff. What do you, what do you want? And he's like. Well, do you want me to either come and write the report or do you want me just to go to another uh, uh call? I said, "Well, you know, you wow. can come and write the report." So well, he was so officers, so hang on, so he
0: so he, had to, he was a bit attitudinal. Like, do you want me to do my oh, job yeah. or? Okay.
2: And so when he when him and another officer showed up and came in, the young one was very arrogant. He was,
1: you know, he's like, "Look, I'm
2: not going to go there and we're not going to go there anymore." He either You know, you want me to write this report or we'll just leave right now? You know, and I'm like, well, go ahead and write the report. Wow. This is what they did, you know, but you can't see anything now. We cleaned it up. But you could see the broken window. You could see, you know, the the holes in the wall. You could see, you know, there's nothing here anymore, you know, so. So that's. gave me a case number and and a piece of paper also that's saying if you see anything or, or, uh that you didn't mention, then write it on this and send it in.
0: That was all I got. Did you ever talk uh, the next day or anything to anybody up uh, in, in like, the management or one of the bosses of TPD? uh,
1: That night, actually, uh, I I left. I went back to my house probably about 11 p.m., and I wrote a a letter to Mayor Rothschild, and uh, I have yet to actually get a response back from his office. Um, I did get a, and I explained to the mayor, you know, the issues that we're having with the Tucson Police Department and their lack of response time and support in in that area. Um, The only thing I've gotten was a call from the lieutenant at the Tucson Police Department the next day saying, uh, we supported you as best as we could, sorry, I know it's not an excuse, but sorry. So that's that, it. That's about as much support we've got from the city.
0: Wow! And uh, they just got a uh, a sales tax increase to cover things that they need, uh, you know, paid for. So, man, <laughs> of course, man. And yeah. I mean, I, I listen. I attribute this to uh, I attribute this to the leadership, and it starts at the top. You know, and it Absolutely. seems like the chief of police is more excited about uh, uh, Jeff Flake ripping Trump and uh, uh, transgender people in the army or something like that. You know, just do your job. So, I mean, I, mean, I wonder if if you would reach out to uh, Chief Magnus, see if he'll get back to you, you know? If you tell, okay. him, if you tell him that you're transgender, he'll get back to you. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, I can't do that here.
0: <laughs> it's 2018, just say it. You don't have to mean it. You just have to say it. Um, listen, guys, I'm sorry that you got robbed like that. I am sorry that this stuff happened, but I, I think it needs to get out because, uh, you know... Um, taxes were raised the city council needs to hold the chief uh, accountable i mean you're the boss you're the taxpayer you foot the bill they they Correct. work for you and and this this is not good this is not good enough yeah this is well, not good enough for,
1: thanks for listening to us garrett and uh, putting us out there uh i
0: appreciate that you got and it and maybe we'll get some kind of response well if you do can you please let me know you you got that. Positive Absolutely. or negative. It, if it's positive and they want to make up for it, great. If it's negative, I want to hear about that as well, okay? Okay. All that, right. I appreciate thank, it. Thank you, gentlemen. Have a great day. Sorry about that. All right, All right. thank you. you. Take care. Um and we'll even put that up on the uh the iHeartRadio channel. iHeartRadio.com search Garrett Lewis. It'll be up there by lunchtime, right? I'll put it up uh, also on my page at KNST dot com. I'll share it on my Facebook and Twitter, Facebook dot com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it, add Garrett Lewis on Twitter. Please like it. uh, Please follow it there. I'm going to put it out there. And I I tweeted at Chris Magnus before this, by the way. I I tweeted at him. Hopefully he could listen and and react. It's up to you, Chief. You know where we are, Oracle in Fort Lowell. You're more than welcome to come in here or call at 880-KNST, 880-5678. Your reaction, you can call, you can tweet me, you can email. It is up to you. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 790, Tucson's Most Stimulating Talk.